Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we cover all things Marvel Crisis Protocol, and we cover a new character every week. This week we're covering Carnage, and I'm your host, Fred. I'm Brad. And I'm Brandon. And Steven is currently at LVO right now, so wishing him good luck. I hope he's having fun out there. Uh, he, he will be back next week with a full breakdown of, of his experience. Uh, let's move on to news and announcements. Uh, so there was a tournament li- uh, yesterday, actually, in South Charleston. It was fun. Uh, we'll cover that later. We'll cover that in games played recently. Uh, next week, next Saturday, I believe that is Saturday the 27th of January, uh, there is a tournament at Fabricators Forge in Pittsburgh. Uh, anyone in the area, head on up there and uh, play some games with Bryce and the folks up there. And It should be pretty fun. Probably what? me and Borka and maybe Brandon. And pro- probably Brad, Borka, and Brandon. Oh, Brandon said maybe. The, yeah. Brandon said maybe. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting included in that proper, properly. It's going to let some people down. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. I will if I can. I will if I can. But but no right. Fred? No, no Fred. That's I, I will be sitting this one out. That's Fred's not yeah, putting... Sorry. Oh, never mind. <laughs> uh, and then um, on March the 9th, uh, later on in the year, there will be a tournament at Missing Falls Brewery in Akron, Ohio. And uh, for everyone who's listening, that is going to be a, a painted models only tournament. So come prepared with your best painted models. Or your okay. adequately painted models. Right, right. Uh, uh, just, just make sure models that you know that yeah. going in. All right, well, um, so LVO is happening right now, and uh, it's actually happening today while we're recording, so we don't know the final outcomes. So we're not going to go through uh, where the standings are yet because it's all still up in the air, but uh, we do want to talk a little bit about some of the stats that we've noticed. So why don't the two of you... Uh, take that away because the two of you have it open. So go ahead and start with some interesting stats, Brandon. All right. So there's a couple cool things. First is that everybody in the Invitational inputted their MCT codes into Longshanks, which means we have complete access to all 64 rosters, which is probably the most... Um, cool thing that any of them have ever done, even though I don't know any of them. I'm pretty sure they do cool things. Um, I think the most wild thing is that 39 of the 64 people played Beta Ray Bill. That's that's so much. <laughs> He's on I think so many lists. Like that's crazy to me because there's only four non there's only four affiliations that weren't included in the tournament, and that's Convocation and Hydra, which I think are the most surprising, and then Dark Dimension and Sentinels which I don't believe are surprising at all. Right. Like, three people... Two people played unaffiliated. And nobody played Convocation or Hydra, which is kind of crazy. How how are they playing unaffiliated? What What is happening? 
Uh, I mean, I could go find their rosters, actually. Well, I it, I didn't mean to derail you. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I, Fred, because this didn't come up before the podcast, care to guess what the most popular faction was? 12, most popular faction? 12 of the 60 Avengers. Players. Avengers. No. Think about the most Ooh. broken, high-powered team right now. Web Warriors. What? Oh, no. What is wrong with you? Broken high power. Why did we? Why do we let Fred do this? Yeah. What is it? Hellfire Club. No. This was. What was the team I mentioned that was like two of the top three? Listen, uh, you're gonna hate yourself for not getting this. Actually, you're probably. Oh, it's um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Good job, Fred. Okay. You got there. Yeah. Okay, I got there. I had to throw in the he'll hate himself part. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that number might be higher than it was. I was not. I actually thought that number might have been higher. So the both of, of the guardians. Yeah. So the two players that played unaffiliated games actually have like X Men X Force lists and just apparently um, did not play with the leadership. Messed up. That's weird. Interesting. Yeah, I thought so. There were only three games played, but the only people that did were an X Force X Men list, and then a there was a Guardians list that apparently played a game unaffiliated. Okay, so these are just cases where they, for some reason, felt that they were more better equipped, not taking the leader, but or, they are yeah. like, or fully... they put their list together, Fred, and went. This is what I'm playing, and the person goes so unaffiliated, and they go, "Oh, I guess oh, I am." Yeah. Like they realized after putting everything together that yeah. they weren't affiliated. Uh, you know what will prevent that? Playing only affiliated, Cerebro. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. The guy played the guy that played all three games unaffiliated. Um, he won one of those games, but his list included Storm Cable, Logan, Psylocke, X-23, Black Panther, Baron Zemo, Nebula, Rocket, Thanos. Oh, wow. That's a diverse list. There's a lot going on in that list. There's a lot going on there. He just wants to take only the best models. There's a lot of good things. There is yeah. an, another little fun fact. Um, all seven people that registered Thanos the Mad Titan played him with both the reality and the space gems. It's two stone Thanos. I mean, if you're going to go with Thanos, you might as well go full. Go for the full eight points. I thought that was I, well. I just thought, yeah, I just thought it was interesting that they all played it. I feel like you could have seen a space in mind, but I think they're all playing it with. I think they're all playing it with Guardians of the Galaxy, and I mean that list at this point is so so good. Being able to play Thanos, Cosmic Ghost Rider, I think almost all these lists also have Hulk in it. Oh, oh man. It'd be so hard to play in there. <laughs> so hard to win playing against that sort of stuff. Yeah. So They do what they do. Yeah. Um, 
Fred, what do you think was the most played crisis, registered crisis at the event? Did you say Fred or Brad? Yeah. No, Fred. Okay, sorry. I, I've I, got I, it up. I don't want to ask Brad these questions. He has access to them. Is it Fear Grips? It is Fear Grips. It's my most hated crisis. It's the crisis what do you I think... like the least. What do you think the most popular secure was? Gamma Wave. Nope. No. Uh, Gamma ooh. was tied for second. Gamma was tied for Is it Demons Downtown? It is not. Demons was fourth. Okay. Okay. Hmm. It wouldn't be super-powered scoundrels. That's crazy. It was super-powered scoundrels. That's crazy. What are people Tw doing? <laughs> 26, people re scoundrel? 26 people registered super-powered scoundrels. I mean, listen, I like super-powered scoundrels, but there are some... You do not want to be up against Criminal Syndicate on super-powered scoundrels. You will There's lose. There's not a lot of Syndicate in this event. Only three people have Syndicate available to play. Huh. So okay. it's not as much. So I think the craziest thing about this, I think there are two crazy things about the Crisis. I think the top three extracts played are wild to me besides Fear Grips. The number two and number three are actually like were mind-blowing. And then the least played ones are the other one that the least played and then the most played extract the least played crisis there's two of them tied for last and then the second two of the three tied for second place are wild to me okay i i'm curious what the uh okay so it's crazy what's second place second place is deadly legacy virus and scrolls Oh, weird. Okay. Why scrolls? Yeah. I am assuming at this point that it is more about the point, the threat value, than it is anything else. Because the top four are 18, 19, 20, 20. Oh, I bet you're right. I bet that's what it is. They're just trying yeah. to fill to points. Yeah. The least played two are Portals over on City with Spider People, which isn't super surprising. But the other yeah. one is Sword Base. Sword base? Yeah. I'm People I'm kind of surprised. I'm actually surprised about sword base. Everyone is wrong. Sword base is awesome. They should be playing it. That's Brad, what wild. are some things that are surprising to you? Um well I would have to look up from my painting. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Brad was not expecting to be a part of this conversation. <laughs> I think the second most played character is extremely surprising. Yeah, I saw okay. that. Second most played character? Yeah. And it's surprising? Uh, it's a How good character. Fred... It's a very good character. The amount of guesses that it'll take Fred to get this are probably astronomically high. Uh, uh, yeah, he... Probably... he is uh, in one list i play fairly regularly and used to be in my x-men list he is argue he is a ca character you should consider splashing if you're playing a scenario game plan is it dr voodoo no dr voodoo is 20th nine people registered dr voodoo huh he's real low and he would not be surprising as number two i think 
Probably not. Uh, I probably would not have mentioned it if he was number two. So Brad has played him before in your X-Men list. Yes. You played against him recently. Mm. Not as recent as the tournament, but as recent as your three-game gauntlet against Jared. Huh. Is it Amazing Spider-Man? It is not. He is 10th, though, with 13 registrations. Amazing Spider-Man's having a resurgence. He's having a resurgence. He is is very good. It's not Miles Morales, is it? Miles Morales is 5th with 21 registrations. Okay. Okay. Huh. I am also surprised by 6 and 7, Brad. Brad. I'm not. Who did I? Okay. I, so in my three more, games, they're, they're kind of they're Sorry. kind of high, but yeah, more six than seven. But is it Crimson I, Dynamo? No, I would have played against him at the tournament. Dynamo is fourteenth. He had twelve registrations. Help me out here. Who was number two? It's he a is two under, pointer. He is. It is a two pointer. Oh oh oh. Which I think that in itself is super surprising. Yeah. Uh, it's not Toad, is it? It is Toad. Toad? Toad okay. was registered I mean, in 24 lists. I get it. Toad is great. Nothing against him. Out he's of the top five, model. he's the only one that surprised me because it's Beta Ray Bill, Toad, Black Cat, Hulk, Miles Morales. Yeah, those all make sense. Agent Venom was sixth, which is surprising to me. Not it's with all the not people with all those Guardians. yeah not with all those Guardians players yeah he's a Guardi- solid Guardians and Guardians. Web- Guardians and Web Warriors are one two so like I guess that checks out it's just I don't know it was just that it caught me off guard more than it did anything like Rhino at eight I was I thought Rhino would have more I thought there'd be more Rhinos than Agent Venoms and and Spider Spider Woman was seven. Listen, having played against Spider Woman, I've been playing against Aaron a lot recently. Spider Woman rules. <laughs> she, she's so hard to deal with. The um, there are a couple that were kind of surprising, like down at the bottom of the list, but not like anything like abnormal. None that I'm like, oh my god, not many people. Like only five people played Iron Fist, which was kind of shocking to me. And huh. Pyro, only six people played. Huh. And I believe if we went to, like, second wind, Pyro was in, like, 20 to... Like, he was in a very high percentage of the list. Interesting. So those were, those were two that really surprised me close to the bottom. Uh, or closer to the bottom. And they're not, like, at the bottom. Like, from 19 to... 54 there are it goes from nine to five so it's not like huge differences i feel like there's a lot less people playing lizard now lizard only 11 people played lizard sad face i think that um there's some telling things about the meta that we're getting at lvo versus what we've been getting pretty consistently for the last like year um which I think a lot of that's also indicated with a lot of spider foes, or a lot of, not spider foes, sorry, Fred, um, a lot of, only one person played spider foes, a lot of web warriors. Yeah. Um, Fallback was the number two played tactics card. 
all back. Interesting. Yeah. Number one, of course, being Brace for Impact. Yeah. Yeah. 54 of the 64 lists included Brace for Impact. So, You're right. <laughs> and so 10 people were wrong, and then, you know, I'm just <laughs> I don't play Brace, so don't come at me. How, how about Indomitable? Are there any Indomitables? 13th. 11 players played Indomitable. I'll tell you what. So uh, this came up in the tournament. Uh, Indomitable prevents this is a robbery. So everyone listening, if you have someone who's playing Rhino a lot, bring Indomitable and you can hold on to your thing. To your objective, I should say. But uh, yeah, the it's surprising that it's that low. Uh, um, it would it would still drop the token. No, uh, the throw is the triggering thing for the token dropping. No, so choose an enemy character within one that is holding an objective token. The chosen character drops any objective tokens it is holding. Period. Rhino then throws the chosen character medium. Oh. Well, so Fred's wrong. Yeah, I didn't uh, think well, I didn't think that was right, I, but I couldn't check right now, so I just let it go. It will, I I knew it was incorrect, and I promptly had to check because okay. I I had pl I've done that before where they indomitable just to not move. Okay, I, that I, was the um, it it didn't make a difference because I still won the game that I'm talking about, but I. It was also sooner. your card. Did you not read it? Listen, I'm not going to debate with someone who who seems like they know what they're talking about big time. <laughs> um, the Okay, I want to get back to the tactics cards. The second most played restricted card was kind of surprising, but not super surprising. I think it's more surprising to me the drastic difference between the second and third restricted cards. Okay. Uh, the second, you want to put a guess out there, Fred? Patch up. Patch up was third. Thirteen patch people played third. patch up, so this is relevant to the conversation. Patch up was third at thirteen. Wait, how many did you say played Indomitable? Eleven. Eleven. Cool. Okay. Uh, is it sacrifice? Is sacrifice it, the second? It was sacrifice. Thirty-three people played sacrifice. Okay. More that than is half a big of drop. the yeah, more than half of the um half the list submitted played sacrifice. Um, fallback was two. Eyes on the prize was third. Sacrifice. More, mission objective was fourth. Sacrifice. No matter the cost. Recalibration matrix. Mark for death. All had twenty five or more players. After that, it drops down all the way to sixteen. So, hmm. nothing and super. I actually More. don't know what this card is. There's a card on the top 31 that I actively have no idea what it is. What What's is it, it called? Foreign Assignment? I don't know what that is either. Uh, is that... Is it in the new card? Oh my god, I know what card it is. I, I've never read this card because it is the longest fucking card in existence. 
<laughs> it is Agent Venom's Guardian of the Galaxy card. Oh, oh yeah. That one. <laughs> which has five different things that it can do, and I am not reading it now, so I'm moving on with my life. <laughs> but that goes relevant with the fact that there are 18 Agent Venoms, nine of them played for an assignment in their top ten, or in their ten cards. That was the only card that was relatively surprising to me. All the rest of them made perfect sense. Okay. Um, nothing else is cr- that's on the let you can see like it's nothing. There's five or fewer, a bunch or five or fewer. Like of the top like thirty one, none of them are. You wouldn't be surprised at any. I didn't know what that card was. That was the only reason it was surprising. It does. It matches up with the rest of the information we have. So. Okay. Yep. Some cool, cool little tidbits of the where we have right now. They are in round five as of recording. That's the okay. only relevant information we have, which won't be relevant later. Right. The, the, it's interesting how different the metas are. Like, out, the meta that we play in mm-hmm. versus the meta of LVO. I think it's a good thing, though. Like, I I don't want... I would I would play this game less if all, like, six of us that regularly played played Beta Ray Bill on all of our lists. Played, right. you know... If all our lists started out Beta Ray Bill, Toad, Hulk, like, Black Cat, you know, and then went from there. The most right. power gamery choices. Yeah, which, and there's nothing wrong with that, like, when you're playing super competitive. Like, I usually, like, if I'm playing in a tournament, I usually add, a, like, I usually add Beta Ray Bill back in. Um, but the fun part for me in this game is more about playing, like, characters in affiliation. Um, it is hard not to include characters like Beta Ray Bill. Um, but that number is really high, and it's probably... I hate the word, and I'm not gonna say it, but that's some that's cause for concern, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that he's so ubiquitous across. Yeah, like, the the higher play tables. Yeah, and then like, cause everyone was really worried about like Cosmic Ghost Rider. The only 14 players registered Cosmic Ghost Rider, and I understand that he's maybe not the funnest character to play against, but. I've said it once, I'll say it again. Like if you you should if you have stun in your list, if you can stun him early, like he is neutered pretty hard. Um, I'd be much more concerned with the fact that Beta Ray Bill is being played in what, seventy nine, eighty percent of these lists? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just uh, he's maybe one of the most well uh, uh rounded very useful fours and because of that everyone at high level tournaments brings him do you think that they're all playing him regularly or is he just in the in the roster i actually believe that they're probably playing him pretty yeah you're probably right i think that's the part that i think he's almost a staple for most people who play um and that was something I've had conversations with other people about when they're talking about like list building. They're like, why why isn't Beta Ray Bill in your list? Like he should just be the first player he's the first character you should reach for. And um uh, and he doesn't do anything like disgustingly bad, but he just does everything well. 
and but i i think that's more cause for concern than anything like those are where black cat and voodoo were before they got um their changes well uh, uh amg I think that number has... is cause for concern yeah amg has shown that they're willing to make changes to characters that are getting abused in some way like black cat got changed and dr voodoo like uh, as you described and i believe that both are still extremely playable and good they while uh, the, hard, being... the worst part about beta ray bill is i don't really know what you change on him to make him it's Maybe, probably, I don't know honestly, either. if you remove his immunities, he's probably a lot easier to deal with. Um, I don't. I'm kind of against a lot of changes for him because I want to play Asgard, and I think Asgard will be really fun. Like when the new characters come out, and I think he's a big part of that. Unfortunately, I don't know. I, I don't know what you change on him to make him less good, but I'm sure that AMG has a process that they go through to figure that out yeah i'm sure they do so yeah tb tbd on that but you know as it stands yeah he's the, all over the place at lvo yeah that is the that is the most i think that is probably the most concerning thing like not even brace uh just because i think brace is really necessary for the game yeah it doesn't uh, feel broken. Like it doesn't. Like yeah. you just assume that your opponent is going to brace the they, first thing you throw. They clearly want brace in the game because it is the most reprinted card. Like six. <laughs> this thing's been printed like six times, right? Yeah, a bunch. It's come no, like character it's packs. <laughs> it's in the new core set. They want it in the game. Yeah, it's been. I mean, it's everywhere. I. I think if anything, you're to a point where you unrestrict brace and just let everyone play it. Like it, I it's, but I think the most concerning like thing, yeah, I think the most concerning thing is Beta Ray Bill. I, I think the concern for brace being restricted is kind of also I, I think I would think it should be unrestricted just because I think with how important and how many throws there are in the game, you kind of want everyone to have access to it and when you restrict it it kind of gives it a little bit harder i don't think there's any problems with the scenarios based on these numbers there are people clamoring for research researcher to get you know taken out and banned but that's mostly because it's an extra it's a secure extract um i won't argue with that um otherwise i think beta ray bill is going to be the most concerning thing that's going to come from LVO is the amount of players that have that in their list. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, um, let's move on. I, 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 we will return to LVO discussion next week uh, when we know more, when we know how the actual tournament went. But uh, let's move on to games that we've played recently. So yesterday, uh, Myself and Brandon and Borka and Aaron participated in a tournament at Lost Legion Games and Comics. Uh, Br Brad would have been there, but we had a ton of snowfall, and Brad was stuck. He couldn't He couldn't make it. Oh, so, uh, Can I yeah. mention something that I think is really funny about that? What? what? Uh, well, I, Fred, you know it because we talked about it. Yeah. But... On Monday, 
you were so concerned about the roads because you said, and I quote, the HOA gets the, the like the hill cleared like all the time. Like it, that's always clear. It's always the road at the bottom that's concerned. Yeah, that is normally was, the problem. I guess where it was a weekend, it, they didn't really rush it. Yeah. So I felt like you just got kind of hit in the head with a big ball of karma. Just not not even like bad karma. It was just kind of it was just funny to me when you sent out the message of like, yeah, it's the hill that's the problem. And which as I had said on Monday, I thought that would have been the problem every time, but I just thought I thought that was kind of ironic. He he jinxed himself. He didn't knock on wood. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was I got I got a giggle out of that. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed my misery. I would rather have come play. <laughs> I did get. I know you would have, and we did miss you. It did give us an even number of people. Well, I and thought I made me. it even, but somebody doesn't ever tell us when he is coming, and it makes. Yeah, he it... also doesn't listen to the. Doesn't also listen to this. So uh, he he uh, makes it very hard to plan things. Well, uh, <laughs> I uh, uh, I am happy that Brad was not able to make it because it allowed for me to win. And I won a tournament, which never happens. Uh, and I think that it's likely that I would not have beaten Brad. Although you never know. So... Brad, uh, you don't even know what I would have played. You're right, I don't. I'm probably something with an X in it. Yes. You yeah. do know what he would have played because I told you. Listen, I yeah. <laughs> I I might have. Here's the fun little thing. Brandon. I don't know if Brad knows this because. Go ahead. I might have last minute changed that to X Men with Cyclops. Yeah. I I was surprised at what it was. I'm also kind of I don't know how I feel about the fact that event hosts can see secret lists. I lists. have never used that. I, I don't think you have. I just thought that was a weird thing. That felt weird to me. I guess, like, if you have uh, tournament rules that maybe you would set a rule that someone couldn't, that the no one was allowed to play Beta Ray Bill or something like that, and the tournament uh, host can audit everyone's lists in that case. I feel like if that's the scenario, you should be submitting them, like, via paper. Yeah. Eh. Anyway, I, anyway. I thought that was an interesting... Um... Yeah, but I literally told you what he was be fighting for. Yeah, yeah. Listen, hey, I don't remember everything that you told me. <laughs> uh, no one apparently. ever listens to you, Brandon. That's fair. <laughs> that is fair. Brad so, was uh, too busy kicking my ass. So. This tournament, uh, it, it was like a case where everything came up in my favor. Like, every question, like, it, it was always the right scenario for me and it was always pretty solid dice and that's the that is the story of this tournament for me uh my first opponent was aaron uh and aaron was playing a force with uh with she hulk 
with four point Black Widow and uh, Nick Fury and Valkyrie. We were playing on Gamma and oh, what was the scenario? What was the extract? It was, I think, uh, Deadly Legacy Virus. I think. Uh, it, I can tell you in like two seconds. Okay. Well, uh, my list spider infected and oh, off. spider infected. That's right. That's right, because our stuff kept moving. Uh, I played Craven the Hunter. I played Doc Ock. Uh, Rhino. And Green Goblin. I Here's a fun little thing that for Brad be. that'll make him happy. That's going to be uh, as uh, time is revealed. Josh just texted me and said he registered for the Pittsburgh tournament next weekend. Okay, great. Because he did not reply to my message asking if he was still going. Okay. Heard well, I'm that's good to hear. At least for one person. Yeah. Well, um, this game went very well for me. I just got ahead on scenario and never was not ahead on scenario. And then just, just held on until I won. Uh, Four Point Black Widow is amazing. She's so hard to deal with, and she does so much damage. Like, she's actually great, I think. If I so, was the type to do it, I'd go back and re-listen to our episode and hear what we uh, said about her, because I have a feeling we all have much higher opinions of her now. I think that we have much higher opinions of most of the core box than I will we did promise we you, my opinion from that episode will not change. Is it because you weren't on that episode? It is because I was not on yeah. <laughs> uh, I do believe on a episode after, I I think the main thing I said about her is that I it, it'd be hard to play her just because of the two-point. Um, I no longer yeah. believe that's true. So. Yeah, yeah. That, that was our takeaway, was that the two-point ate her lunch, and that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> the four uh, two points, rules. The, the two-point's great. I, I literally yeah. just finished painting her, like, a minute ago. Four point? Yeah, four point Black Widow. Literally, while we yeah. were talking, finished painting her. Because you're going to put her on the table. No, because, because awesome. I the way I was painting her, I needed to paint parts separately before I assembled. Okay, okay. And so that, that usually gets them painted faster. Okay, I see. Yeah, I'll Sadly. I'll say this. Um, the one model I have not built from the corset. You were the person who said you wanted one model from the corset, at when at first, and now you built almost uh, all of them. I've built all of it. I've only actively played two models from the corset. Yeah, the corset, the new corset. One has first. been eliminated. I probably won't play that one. For a long time the one that i wanted is the one that i will play the most and is actively being painted right now okay that being crossbones which is crossbones the merciless mark yep well um aaron had an interesting list he had all three versions of black widow i don't know if he played any of the other two i i don't know his other list throughout the tournament but the four point black widow was just so unbelievably good in my game against him 
I do believe that he played four point in all three games. I believe so. I mean, I uh, would. he may not was... have played four point against me. He did not play four point against me. So he played four point in the first two, but he did not play two or three against me. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, this game was me flexing spider foes ability to get ahead on scenario and then stay that way. And, uh, I, that's why I like spider foes. Spider Foes' ability to be both attritiony and scenario-y. All right, someone else talk. I'm. Uh, that was how that game shook out. Uh, uh, Brandon, I'll, how did your game was, go? Since I was the only one else there, I played Borka in round one. Uh, we played Extremis, Intrusions. Um, we played 19 points, um, which is a fun theme for me um, in this tournament. Um. I was playing Kingpin. He played First Avenger. There were nine total points a turn. Um, I got up. I think I got seven in the first round. And second, I, I the moral of this story is that he tried to intrusions three times. He rolled three blanks, so I got to place all of his characters from the portals, um, and I believe i dazed captain america on turn one. Oh no <laughs> yeah oh no so it was after that it just kind of was a, a sledding game downhill so i don't have much to say about it we actually were a little bit behind in getting started because uh that ma the matchup is um it takes a lot like the playing against kingpin does take a lot out of you and i do believe it's something i was going to mention I think that we see a lot less kingpin play because it is draining. Yeah. Like it takes a lot out of you um, to play that. And I think that matchup, like we got to a point honestly in the matchup where we just kind of like sped up the last round because the other game, Fred and Aaron were done. So we kind of were just like, all right, well we'll just activate, activate, activate. And we'll just stay here because there wasn't really a chance for him to, um, come back like two of the th I think two of the three last activations were mine um, he would have had to daze like two or three characters with one activation like and it wasn't like a crazy character activating so uh, the dice um, it was like I said it was, it was a good game but it was a little bit draining so yeah Brad gets to talk about round two okay uh, round two I played against Brandon so this was a 19 point game uh, and it was sword base and senators were the two things that that we drew. That was the best thing that I could have possibly driven, drawn. Uh, if it had been any other of the secure scenarios, I think that Brandon walks all over me, because the the other choices were um, uh, super powered scoundrels, and I guess I guess demons downtown, which you also, which would have also been a game. But uh, this I game... I play a completely different game on that scenario. Right, right. Uh, in this game, uh, Brandon, I don't. I think that you successfully flipped a grand total of one sword base. And every other time you did, tried, you rolled I, blank. I was one for eight. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Um, thing two, I played Hulk in this, and um, 
Brandon, like uh, Hulk, did some work. He didn't do an obscene amount of work, but he did the amount of work you would expect a six-point Hulk to do. Uh, and Brandon using Crimson Dynamo was hitting everyone on my uh, most of the characters on my team, and he could not finish them off. Like uh, at near the end of the game, he had. I had three models that had one hit point remaining, and he had no more attacks to do. So if the game had went more, one more round, it's very likely that he would have gotten very ahead on attrition. Uh, and it could have gone one more round. I think that he was frustrated at this point, uh, probably pretty understandably after how poorly the rest of this round had gone. And I was going to win with six at 16 points, and he went in with Black Cat, and uh, I I think I know what you were trying to do. You were trying to finish off the character that you were attacking, because I think he had one hit point left. Lizard had one health left. Yeah. Lizard had one health left, uh, and instead of attacking him, he should have just walked up and stolen the item that Lizard was holding, the senator. Because, uh, but instead, she walked up and attacked and whiffed on the attack so I, and I was able to get to 16 points at the end of that round which won me the game if it had gone one more round I think it's very likely that Brandon could have turned it around and won the scenario yeah the unfortunate scenario in my mind I obviously didn't it was it was a misplay I definitely should have done that I had four power so I was able to do that and try to flip the thing um I got the thing again. I was 0 for 7 at that point, um, trying to flip sword bases that were being contested. Um, but I, if I go up and steal it and flip it, I can't pick it up, which is fine. But it puts Fred at 15, um, and he has realistically one character activation before I mathematically can daze three of his characters with yeah. crimson dynamo barring he doesn't just take one and just run run away um which unfortunately for him if that did happen i it would have been 15 to 11 um and i would have been able to probably outscore him and yeah. jump him in points yeah uh, it felt bad but um i've I've never been tilted in this game. I was very tilted, and it had nothing to do with Fred. It was just uh, Fred played flawlessly, and it was just it got rid the the sword base die got really frustrating, which is probably why it does not see it did not see hardly any play at LVO. Yeah, because you cannot control it in like any scenario really. Well, well, the way that uh, I don't think that I rolled. A contested role in sword base and the reason why is i would throw your person off before i did it yeah yeah and, i was actively having to move off yeah i was actively having to move off of points to make like proper attacks and stuff um so positioning worked out really well uh, yeah so it was um, good it was a the good only person yeah the only person not defending things was hulk i think i only attacked him like three or four times and he had like five health four or five health left at the end of the game yeah hulk was, was nearly beat down like he had yeah. something uh he had he was plus three dice 
So you had done more than 12 damage to him. Yeah, I think at one point the ninjas did like four damage. I don't think he rolled a success on defense. Right. But don't worry. <laughs> I put six attacks in the goblin with one health left, and he did not ever take a damage. So. Yep. Goblin just refused to die. He did. He, he gobbered his way up there and did the things. Mm-hmm. So, which was a good one. The other round two game was Borka and Aaron. They played Scrolls Gamma at 15, uh, and Borka won that game. Yep. Uh, do you want to talk about your last game? Uh, we can. I actually. So, fun fact: I played 19 in all three rounds. I played the exact same models in all three rounds. Oh boy! I did, <laughs> I did not deviate from the models or the. I played one different tactics card, and it was in round three. Um, I played um, Aaron. We played Kingpin. He played Shield. Nick Fury. We played 19 Threat. I played. It was Legacy Virus Mayor Fisk. Um, I have been plotting a plan for Deadly Legacy Virus for a long time that I haven't really been able to like bring out because I think I because um, I I have to make a couple of changes that I, I'm not committed to at the moment um, but I was able to get two of the legacy viruses I had one on Black Cat and I had one on Rhino right does that sound right yeah Rhino, you yeah Black Cat and Rhino, Rhino. Right. Yeah. So I had one on Black Cat and one on Rhino. Um, I was able to in round two activate. He in round two was She Hulk's second attack, which was his last activation. He was able to um, daze Black Cat, which I mission objective her legacy virus onto um, Rhino. Mm -hmm. I was then able to activate Rhino, kill the grunts who had the third one, and then place within one move pick it up and successfully get 10 points i think in round one <laughs> or round two i think it was i got all 10 points in round two. Oh boy <laughs> so which put the game in a awkward spot so for the rest uh it finished on round three 16 to three so yeah it, it, when you get an early legacy virus cure like you get all three onto one character, it does swing the game very strongly in your favor. <laughs> yeah. To be, I went from I had four points round one, and then I got um, eight points round two. So I was at twelve, and I got the remaining four points that were available in round three. Yeah. All right, you're up, Fred. Uh, okay, my last game was against Borka. He was playing his Avengers list with the the new core box uh, Captain America, uh, and I was playing Doc Ock Spider Foes. Uh, I uh, where Brandon played the same models every game. I played very different models every game. In fact, I think that no single character was played in all three of my games. Um, not even Doc Ock. I, I did not play Doc Ock into Brandon. Uh, nah, he played Goblin into me. Yep, played Goblin. Uh, there was a fun scenario that in our game, we could have played a almost fully painted 
game because all of the models that Fred played, I owned and had painted and were not playing in the game. <laughs> yeah. I, we didn't, though. Because well, I didn't yeah, want to hex no, my luck. There was no reason to do that. Luck. It was just a fun little thing that occurred. Yeah. Well, uh, in my game against Borka, uh, I think that this is one where I had a very strong uh, scenario play against him because uh, we drew superpowered scoundrels, and I went wide, and he went kind of tall. Not as tall as he could go because he did bring five models, but um, I brought Doc Ock... Uh, Green Goblin, Lizard. Uh, who else did I bring? I don't remember everyone I brought. Rhino and Black Cat. That's who who it was. And I was able to just get ahead on scenario and stayed ahead on scenario until I won. And that's just how green uh, the spider foes work. And it's kind of a great strategy. <laughs> like just get ahead and stay ahead. And on superpowered scoundrels, if I'm not up against criminal syndicate, I think spider foes have one of the better plays possible in that scenario. I think it's one of the strongest ones. So, I I had an advantage going into this game, and that's why I won. So, I think that I felt really good. I feel really good about where spider foes are in the game, just in general. Once you figure out that they can, they're supposed to do scenario games. Like, they're not trying to play an attrition game, even though when they first came out, it seemed like that's what they were supposed to do. I figured that out now, and now I'm starting to win games, and it feels good. I like Spider Foes. I'm excited to see what comes out soon. All right, that's the end of my tournament experience. Uh, we've been talking a lot. Brandon, uh, are you okay if I toss it over to Brad to talk about a game he's played recently? Yeah. Yeah. Why hey, Brad. Yeah, Fred. Talk about a game that you have played recently. Well, uh, I know that you missed out on the tournament, which I'm sorry about. But, I did. Uh, you did play on Monday. On Monday? Oh, and you I played... actually forgot we played two tournaments this week. Yeah, we played oh, two tournaments this week. I don't even remember what happened on Monday. I actually, I do remember, and now I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm pimping you out for talking about another game that I won. <laughs> so never mind. Uh, so I played one game on Thursday. I remember this game. Um, I showed up with my fun shield list. And uh, Fred played his cutthroat, tur cutthroat tournament list and kicked my butt, and I probably I shouldn't have I, even drove out there. I did not play my cutthroat tournament list. I was playing a defender's list that I had never played before in my oh, life. Oh, that's right. You still kicked my butt, and I don't know why I showed up. I, I know. I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, uh, defenders are good, too. I'm, I'm wanting to try playing defenders and uh i we'll see we'll see i'll i may start doing that in the near future but are there any other games you want to talk about brad 
Uh, I can't think of my games for Monday, so no. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I think that we have been talking. Unless there's something you want to talk about, Brandon, uh, I'm ready to move on. No, I'm good. I just recently, I just remembered that I've played like nine games this week. Ten. Yeah. I just, I was like, yeah, I forgot that happened. And then I was like, oh yeah, I played those. And I was like, well, I also played some games on TTS. And then I was like, I played one game Thursday. And then I was like, oh God, I played a lot this week. Yeah. I think which we all have, we've all been probably, Which is probably a lot of what I was getting to, just how draining it is playing like uh, Kingpin Criminal Syndicate. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You're just feeling exhausted. Well, let's move on to the character that we're here to cover today. Uh, so I, I was mentioning about how spider foes like to play, or, or I feel like they're supposed to play in a uh, scenario focus. This is a character that speaks otherwise. Oh uh, no! I thought I thought this was the perfect character to add to your list, Fred. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about Carnage, otherwise known as Cletus Cassidy. Uh, Carnage has seven health on both sides, seven stamina. Uh, he's medium move on a medium base, which is pretty solid. He's size two, uh, threat value of four. And now listen to these defense stats. He has five physical defense, which I think is the most physical defense of any model in the game. Just like innate. The most innate physical defense on the, of any model in the game. He has one energy defense and one mystic defense. Uh, Brad, why don't you cover his attacks? Okay, his first attack is physical, symbiote tendrils, range 3, 5 dice, 0 cost. Gain power equal damage dealt. After the attack is resolved, they gain bleed. His second attack is also physical, area 2, 7 dice, cost 5. Uh, after each attack is resolved, the character gains bleed. And uh, wild hit rampage. After the attack is resolved, deal 1 damage to each other enemy character within 2 of this model. Yeah. Okay. And Brandon... Why don't you cover the first two superpowers, and then I'll read the 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 final two. Uh, yeah, give me it. Just reloaded. I've got it here now. Um, so Carnage has two very relevant superpowers. The first one yep. is Sadistic Glee for two power during the next attack action made by this character this turn. Add two dice to his attack rolls. Uh, after the attack is resolved, the character rolled. Um, contain any skull results you suffer one damage and it can only be used once per turn the second one is a reactive superpower for three it's called paint the town red if this character dazes or ko's an enemy character with an attack during its activation this character may use the superpower after the attack is resolved the character advances uh short removes all damage from itself and then makes a symbiote tendrils attack the superpower can be used only once per turn okay uh, and then he has an arch nemesis, Eddie Brock. Uh, whenever attacking Eddie Brock, he may modify skull results and may reroll any number of attack dice. Uh, and at the start of this character's activation, if there is a non-dazed enemy, Eddie Brock, within range 3, uh, this character's first action must be an attack action targeting Eddie Brock if possible. Uh, 
And then he has another innate called Symbiotic Serial Killer, which is when this character is attacking, the defending character does not add dice to its defense roll for crit results. And then he has an eight wall crawler. Okay. Uh, there are several tactics cards that we should cover first. Uh, w that we will cover before we give this guy a grade. But what is what is everyone's first blush on this character? Uh, Brandon, what, what do you feel is worth I, talking about here? The one thing I want you to do before, while I'm talking about Carnage is I want you to count in your roster the non-physical attacks that you have. Uh, the, the not in my roster. Yeah, in your your ten character roster, how many attacks do you have that are non-physical? Okay. Uh, and then I will, um, talk about how Carnage is an absolute glass cannon of a character. Um, his I know he has a spender. His spender is adding two dice, to, uh, paying two and adding two dice to symbiote tendrils, and having a seven die. Uh, builder um, we that's really what he's doing is he's just kind of trying to kill people um, I played a game on camera with uh, Dormammu that's on our YouTube page where um, Carnage got an extra power and Mordo got an extra power and I believe on turn one I was able to have a nine dice Builder with Carnage adding two dice with Sadistic Glee and adding two dice of Baron Mordo. Um, and that was kind of the mainstay of that game. And you can do a lot of damage with that. Um, he dies if the wind blows. Other than that, uh, he has some cool things. He does have some like tech, offensive tech when he's attacking. The Divinity character doesn't add dice to his defense role for crit results, which is really good. Um, honestly, if this character even had two energy and two mystic defense, I think he'd be a lot better than he is. Um, it's really hard to play him because those defenses are really low. However, as when Fred comes back and tells you that he has like one energy, maybe one or two energy oh, attacks what? his entire I roster. Five. I have five. Five? Yeah. Because Green Goblin can choose energy or, or or physical. On all of them? Yeah. On both oh, it's because you, you currently have Ghost Rider in your list too, don't you? Yes, I, I do. I Ghost Rider. Um, but even if we go over like the characters, energy and mystic aren't highly played attacks. So out of... There are scenarios where Carnage is playable. Um, I, I have played a lot of Criminal Syndicate with... Um, crossbones and crimson dynamo recently and almost the best thing i have going for me is the energy attack uh the energy beams that they both have um and playing syndicate being weaker to energy it is rarely relevant like i am almost always being faced with physical attacks um so like in our game that we played Fred Hulk. You played two energy attacks, right? In the game that you played. Like it's one of those scenarios which is kinda of funny that if Carnage would have mysteriously just been one of the characters on my list and I would have played, it would have been like a great scenario for him. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean uh Green Goblin would have had energy, but that's it. Yeah. So yeah. I so Carnage is one of those characters 
that he feels amazing when he's working and he feels terrible when he doesn't work like uh paint the town red when you get that off if you have six damage on you and you get off a paint the town red you feel like you just did the best that you could possibly do it's it it, it feels incredible but then there you're going to have for every game where you get that where that happens you're going to have two games where he just gets picked up off the table so uh you he, do have I, to be very subjective of when you play this model if you want to play this model yes yes brad you what is your take on carnage um i don't know that i can say anything brandon hasn't said like yeah if he if it wasn't for that one and one defense, I think he'd probably get played quite a bit. He I has if it's if he has even cool four stuff. two two, I think he gets played a ton. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I I, I uh, his spender, it, it looks really cool. An area to attack that could do nine damage on each thing if you pay for sadistic glee, uh, you will never get it off. I feel like it'll never happen. I may be wrong about that, but uh, it, it's costs five power and then plus two for sadistic glee to get seven power to roll nine dice. It's very unlikely you'll be doing that. Yeah, like I said, I think the bit best the thing you got to realize when you're playing this character is that his spender is paying two power to make symbiote tendrils a seven die builder. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I think that, that auto bleeds. Yep, I, the, Carnage is really good. All right, let's talk about these two tactics cards that are Carnage affiliated. That are very uh, good. They are very. They are both very good tactics cards. Uh, the first one is called Carnage Rules. It is unaffiliated, active, uh, and Carnage may spend four power during his activation to play this card. Choose an enemy character within range four of Carnage. Advance the chosen character short towards Carnage, and after the advance, Carnage may make a symbiote tendrils attack targeting the chosen character. This card is amazing. It's an incredible card. You get to move an enemy character off of a point. You get to then make an a, a, a free attack, an attack that does not cost an action. Uh, you could, in theory, get a KO or or daze that character with this attack and do a paint the town red and get another free attack. There's a world where Carnage can make four attacks in activation uh, when he uses this card. That's really solid, <laughs> especially when you think that your opponent can't blow up crits in their defense roll. So what they're rolling is the number of dice they're, they're going to be rolling. I think it's, uh, that is an amazing card. Uh, does someone else want to read the second card? Uh, I can if Brad doesn't want to. I don't. Go, go ahead, Brandon. The next card is There Will Be Carnage. It's an unaffiliated active card. Uh, he can spend any number of power to play this card. Choose one enemy character within three of Carnage for each power spent. The chosen character gain the root special condition. This is also great. It's probably not as great of a card. You're 
you're not taking this over the other one, I don't think. But the uh, root is one of those conditions that people don't really think about all that much and that can really mess up someone's game plan entirely. Being able to throw characters for three costs is a big part of my Spider-Foes list. And if all of my characters suddenly have to pay four power instead of three, I I think that that makes the number of throws that I can do substantially less. It just won't happen near as often. I think, uh, yeah. There will be Carnage, also a good card. So we have this character here that we're looking at that... Um, Here's a fun little thing. I feel like if you played Carnage in your list, you would definitely play There Will Be Carnage over Carnage Rules. But but you see, he, here's the thing, is I don't think that I would ever play Carnage in my list. I agree with your statement. I think you're right. I think you're right. I don't think I would play Carnage in my list at all because my list is... Uh, I'm playing a scenario-focused list, mostly, instead of attrition and carnage is an attrition piece du jour he's also a glass cannon which is bad for attrition so he does not work at the thing that he's supposed to do that is the biggest problem that i'm looking at here on his card there's a little bit of scornergy with him where it just doesn't seem to function how it should he effectively can't be incinerated on the energy <laughs> yeah, yeah you're right incinerate doesn't matter because he has one defense anyway in all except for physical and four physical defense is pretty solid still very good yeah yeah you're uh, he is not immune to incinerate but almost immune to incinerate uh, the arch nemesis superpowers suck like i just i wish those weren't on cards now you say that and i think this one does suck because it's rare that you're going to be up against eddie brock uh i mean it'll happen but it's not something that comes up super often but the one on green goblin i think is great <laughs> because you need those re-rolls to really succeed in taking down uh, uh amazing spider-man and green goblin can take down amazing spider-man so the, the these arch nemesis, I think, are those the only arch nemesis cards in the game? Yeah. Carnage and Green Goblin. I believe so. I don't. Believe I also think that else. those are the only two. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think yeah, that they the realized after Carnage it was stupid and they stopped doing it. <laughs> yeah, the one on Carnage is bad, and the one on Green Goblin is good. That's what I believe. It's because it's relevant. This one at yeah. one point was super relevant because Eddie Brock was played everywhere. Right. And now Venom is rarely hits the table. Yeah. Venom has definitely fallen out of favor, uh, mostly because of his energy defense, to be fair. Yeah. Like he can get taken out real easy. So the couple things with the no defense on Carnage that should be mentioned, he does have 14 health at four threat. Uh, so as, as you are going to take big chunks of it, you do have ways with Paint the Town Red to get yourself out of it. You can heal yourself with Paint the Town Red. 
Um, you just have to time those correctly. Mm -hmm. um, play it into teams that have all physical attacks, or mostly physical attacks. Um, you probably shouldn't place this character first, or second, or third. You should probably just place this character last. Um, and then make sure you kind of control yourself on where you're playing him. Um, if you do actively want to play this model, I think um, those there aren't like there are advantages to playing this model. Um, the thing on the maximum carnage too that Fred was really the only one that touched on it. The perk is that rampage trigger is not hard to hit. So if you're hitting four characters, there's a good chance that you can deal three to them by just hitting those rampage triggers if you're hitting all four like three to each character outside of the damage that they're taking from the attack yeah that's like it's true just a, it's a hit wild to do an auto damage there is a uh when you talk about uh affiliations this guy would be good in there's a right answer and i will tell it to you after you say it <laughs> Um, the right answer is the video on camera where I killed a Hulk and a She-Hulk on our YouTube page with Carnage. I mean, on, tur on turn three, so that's pretty wild. That's uh, a Carnage that's a great came... video for our listeners to watch because it's only like twenty minutes. <laughs> it's and not it's very not, long, and yeah. it's not been sped up. It's the full game. Yep, it was uh, Shield versus Dormammu, and it's uh, about the best uh, play you can get out of. Probably everyone played on that list. Yep. All right. Is there anything else that we need to talk about um, for Carnage? Does anyone have any final thoughts they want to make? I, I'm, I'm done, and I feel I'm like I got nothing else to say. Yeah. Let's give him a letter grade. Um, I've said my piece. I think that he is. Uh, two glass cannony to be useful as a as a scenario piece, which is where I want him to be. Uh, I think that he, when he works, he feels amazing, but he doesn't work if your enemy even looks at him with energy attacks or mystic attacks. So, for those reasons, uh, I'm gonna give Carnage just a gentleman's C. I, he's getting a C from me. C for Carnage. All right, Brandon, what are you going to give Carnage? Hey, you want to tell the listeners what you said you were going to give him before we started? Yeah, before we started, like, I, I was talking, um, I th I think it's more likely that I would put Mysterio in my list before Carnage, and I gave Mysterio a C-, minus, so that means that Carnage would have to be in the Ds. I, I think that there's enough place for Carnage to be a little bit above Mysterio. I just don't think he's very good. So I'm giving him a C. I I just wanted the world to know that you went you improved almost a full letter grade on Carnage. Um, hey, hey. I this. think these things through. <laughs> uh, I I agree with you. I I think he's a C. Um, there are I think there are enough cases of like if you go into the game plan if you just want to kill everything you're never worrying about your models dying. 
And to be fair, if you're trying to kill everything, Carnage is not the only model you're playing. And if they're focusing, trying to get that 14 health down on Carnage, and you are able to paint the town red one time and, like, heal four or five, you have probably completely nixed their game plan as long as your dice are coming up average. Mm-hmm. All right, Brad, you're up. D plus. D plus. Yeah, he's playable if you want yeah. to. You can find a place for him, but he's just too hard to make work. You do have to actively try to make him work. Yeah. You. He is not someone that you can just plug and play. Uh, you can plug and play Mysterio more than you can plug and play Carnage. Yeah. If he well, had a defensive a tech that said like pay two power to use your physical defense for even just energy attacks, he'd be everywhere. He would be incredible if that w if he had that. <laughs> he'd be amazing. He does not have that, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, um, that's our take on Carnage. Uh, Brad, do you have any comic books that feature Carnage that you'd like to recommend? I I do, and there's a bit of a theme to them. So, Carnage ever been in a comic book? Uh, only in the '90s. And in uh, 1999, Congress passed a bill that he could no longer show up. So, <laughs> so the first uh, I didn't put dates on here. I'm just realizing. First is Maximum Carnage. This is a 14-part story over multiple titles, multiple creative teams, so I could not list them all. You can go on Amazon and get a Maximum Carnage trade paperback, uh, or you can go on X-Men, not X-Men Unlimited, Marvel Unlimited. You can tell I just use it to read X-Men comics. Marvel Unlimited to uh, and search Maximum Carnage, and there's a reading list on there. With all 14 issues. So this is probably his most famous story. Uh, he recruits a bunch of supervillains. And they go on a killing spree in New York. Spider-Man, Venom, Captain America, some others team up to try to stop him. Uh, it's exactly what you would want from a Carnage story. Okay. Uh it's uh-huh go ahead Brad. it sounds like very it's... awesome bad guy yeah he kills people is it so i have a question i've seen it before i have no idea like the actual truth to it is like was carnage like partially created to make like to kind of do the full turn for like venom to like not a complete bad guy yeah like they made a character that was just so much worse that he like... could seem like a good guy and then yeah because he's usually fighting carnage as the good guy in the carnage story yeah yeah, I gotta say, Carnage is a pretty reprehensible character. <laughs> he he was Carnage a serial is... killer before he ever got a symbiote. Yeah, yeah, it's the fun little. That's the most WWE thing probably in comics is that it's like we need we want this guy over, 
let's create someone so much worse that they'll have to be on this guy's side. Yeah, it's a face turn. Yeah, absolutely. Forced face <laughs> turn. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then uh, I, I lied to you, Fred, earlier. Because this next comic is after 2000. Um, it's, okay. It's fairly recently, like, I don't know, like, post-2015, probably. It's called Carnage USA. It's by Zeb Wells and Clayton Crane. Uh, this one, there's there's smaller stakes than Maximum Carnage because Carnage takes over a town in Colorado instead of New York City. Um, but the, do you see the theme here, Fred? Uh, Honestly, not yet. Uh, he just what's... he keeps taking over towns and like doing evil shit in them. Yeah, it, it, the theme is he's a villain. Well, but he keeps taking over cities. Like you don't see yeah. that. What's the name that. of was the... he? How what's is the name of the comic, the... friend? Damn it! Why'd you ask me that? <laughs> I'm I'm looking up something else right now. What is the name of the comic? <laughs> Carnage USA. Carnage USA. I don't know how, how that was relevant. How is he administering to a, a, a town's sewage needs? He's not. It was, really, it was really more of the fact that I had I had a feeling that there was he wasn't paying attention at all. Oh, boy. Mm. Okay, okay, pot calling the kettle black. I, I, am, I don't have to pay attention. I am not relevant until after this segment. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> You'll never Brad believe never this. Me. You'll never believe this, Brandon. But guess who yeah. fights him in this small town in Colorado? Captain America. No. Actually, maybe. Uh, the main one's Venom, though. Venom recruits a team yeah. of heroes to go fight Carnage. Captain America might then, be one of them, though. I feel like for Carnage USA, him fighting Captain America would be pretty... It'd be one of those things that's too on the head that people wouldn't expect it to happen. He definitely fights Captain America in one of those two comics. Maybe both. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's it. Those are my comics. All right. Carnage. So, is is he... Is he maybe one of the worst people who's a villain in Marvel? Uh, he's definitely on the short list of bad people. I think he might be. <laughs> like, he's pretty of truly bad people. You, yeah. Uh, Fred, have you ever heard the, the saying that villains are heroes in their own story? Uh-huh. No, everyone thinks they're righteous. Yeah. I'm pretty sure right. that Carnage is the villain in his own stories. In fact, uh, <laughs> one of my picks kind of, both of them kind of illustrate that. Because one was called Maximum Carnage and the other one was called Carnage USA. And he was the bad guy in both of those stories. Uh, yeah, I think he, I think that's, and I think he'd be upset if he wasn't the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, Sabretooth is up there as one of the worst people in Marvel Comics, too. Right, he just keeps killing everyone that Logan loves on his birthday. 
he kills everybody there, all the time. He don't care. There are at least a decent amount of comics where Logan is not portrayed, or Saber who's not portrayed as like the most heinous person in the existence. Though. True. Uh, Which I think there might not be many, but there's. I guarantee there's not a single Carnage appearance where he is not appeared as the worst thing that exists in the world. As just a blight upon the face of the planet. <laughs> he died once, and they brought him back. Carnage? Yeah. Cletus. I do think enough Cletus people died. enough people love that character as a just bad guy. Which is... Yeah, it probably says more about, you know, people than it does anything. Yeah, seriously. Well, he's uh, cool looking. He does cool he things. Cool looking. Well, Brandon, uh, what faction do you think that Carnage should be splashed into? You want me to say Midnight Suns? That's no. not who I want you to say. No? That's no, not. He uh, wants it, you to say the guy that's in my hand right now. The guy that's in your hand right now. Yeah. I want you to say is a model that you play a lot. Oh. A model I play a lot? Well, then it's well, not the guy in my hand right now. Okay. I want you to say Daredevil. Daredevil? Do you want me to say Defenders and Daredevil? Yeah. I do that would be good. I thought Fred meant uh, New Captain America. That also would probably be pretty good, but Daredevil. Oh, he doesn't I think, really have be... any. He only has the one trigger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The re... anything that rerolls dice is probably really good. Yeah, being able to reroll multiple dice, I don't hate that. I think the answer is Daredevil, and you try to get a area two attack off against your opponent's team in entirety, and just wipe the team out with one attack. Nine dice every attack. I think it's doable. I mean, it's doable. Um, I still think the correct answer is um, probably under Dormammu. Yeah, you're probably uh, right. The the main reason is he never is holding. He doesn't really. He only ever is probably suffering the damage one time from having the six or more power because he can easily spend his power, mm -hmm. um, or at least some of his power. And if you bring the tactics cards, you can like spend some other. Um, I yeah, I, I think it's Dormammu. I don't hate him in Defenders. I don't hate that. Um, I think gonna, it's pretty good. I'm, I'm gonna look at it and see if there's any legs to that theory that he's got staying over there. Um, some other um, affiliations that I think anything if you want to kill stuff like the the one I was actually gonna go with is um, the hold on let me make sure I don't want to say something stupid here. I want to make sure this is correct. So, what I was originally going to go with was Corvus Glaive, uh, Blackwater oh. Leadership. I don't know. Okay. Um, Brad, you cut out. Sorry. I don't, I don't know that that's going to work the way you think it does. Uh, 
So the the idea is that you can play Corvus, Cosmic Ghost Rider, um, Proxima, and Carnage at 18. And the idea would be more to weaken everybody with Carnage and then finish everybody off and then overpowering Corvus and Cosmic Ghost Rider and having Corvus and Cosmic Ghost Rider for your opponent to worry about, which means they're probably going to worry less about Carnage and kind of allow him to play third fiddle and um, kind of steal steal some life because... In this case, what you're discussing is using even bigger, even scarier models to draw your opponent's attention away from Carnage. Yes. Yes, That's you play fair. you play you play threats that are if they're focusing on Carnage, they're probably going to lose to the other ones. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That is and doing so, they're probably going to if you're playing against that list, I feel like you are not going to focus on Carnage as much. And then I feel like Carnage can do everything he wants to do. I mean, you're probably right. So the fun little thing that I thought did happen is Carnage did fight Null, which is Brad's favorite symbiote. Not a symbiote. Symbiote leader. The only king of the symbiotes. It's a stupid Creator? Did he create the symbiotes? Maybe. He's a stupid character. Uh, <laughs> but I was when we were talking about like that he would fight anything. Like I was like, I'm pretty sure he even tried to fight Null, and he did. Oh boy! All right. Well, the only thing that's left is my non sequitur recommendation. Uh, I, so I'm bringing a movie today that was a Coen Brothers movie from 2007. Uh, and I believe a Best Picture winner. Uh, and it is No Country for Old Men. This is uh, a- an incredibly Fred, tense what would you life. say if I told you you have already recommended this game, this movie? Have I? It's very possible. I have th- I done that? I think you have. Oh, no. I, I also think you have. Oh, no. Well, th- uh, then... Uh, Never mind. What's another movie? It did. It did win the best picture at the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. Because it's an incredible movie. It's so. Uh, Fred. It's so. What's your favorite yeah. Woody Harrelson movie? I really I mean, thought that was no the old man. Let's be frank. Oh, was he in that movie? Yeah, that's why I was bringing it. Uh, what's your second favorite Woody Harrelson movie? What is your favorite Woody Harrelson movie where he's actually like a main featured person? Uh, oh man, it, he has a very uh, he he's been in a lot of movies. Here, okay, I've got Woody a recommendation for like, you, Fred. He's like the fourth or fifth person in that movie. Yeah, he is. I got a recommendation for you, Fred. The first season of True Ooh, Detective. Of True Detective, yep, yep. That is actually a fantastic. That is a fantastic choice. See, I really thought you were gonna go with Zombie Land. I was thinking about it. <laughs> I really I didn't thought say you were gonna it. go with Zombie That is a Land. good movie. Zombie Land's a good movie. <laughs> and you could have even finished with if you play Carnage, you can turn all your opponent's models into zombies. 
It, it, well, it, here's the thing. Zombieland as a movie does not match Carnage as a character <laughs> at all. It is a, uh, a goofy movie. It, it's funny in its moments, and uh, Carnage is not funny at all. Have you but, seen uh, the second one, Fred? Yeah, I, I think I have. It did not leave as much of a memory in my head as the first one did. I mean, everything with them hanging out at the lighthouse was good. Yes, yes. I feel yeah. like there are so many movies you could have done, and like I feel like you just listen. There, are, there are so many things that I could do at every single one of these. That's true. That's like, true. Uh, come on. <laughs> and yet, uh, somehow that... you picked one you've already done. I know. I think you I've done just it picked before. Seven psychopaths. Yeah, yeah. I think I've done it before with the thing. Also, I think I've done that one twice. Oh, that would be a good one anyway. to recommend for Carnage. Yeah, you're right. It's very gory, very lots of tentacles. Uh, so, True Detective season one, an outstanding show that everyone should watch. That's it. All right. Well, uh, I'm tired. We've been going for almost two hours, I think. So, we started uh, late. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, I will see everybody next week. We'll have LVO news next week. And until then, have fun out there.